over time for Europe. Welcome to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Wayne Pratt pays tribute to Ken Owens, with the Wales hooker filling in at number eight. He is leading from the front, uh, no matter what jersey you put on his back. He's a true warrior, and uh, this club should be very, very uh, proud of him and what he's achieved. Our fellow Wales hooker Christian Basie is fit and firing for the Blues after a difficult period with injuries. You don't have any confidence in yourself, really. Last year, I didn't have any confidence in my body at the time. Tore calf, tore hamstring, with my groin off the bone, so... It was, it was numerous things. And it was the National Cup for the top club sides in Wales. Part of a difficult run for RGC of North Wales. Hebbleville next week, then it's Ponty, then it's Merthyr, then it's Lendovery, so uh, we're going to be busy. RGC coach Mark Jones there. More from him, Lethley and Dusterdronda later. But we'll start with the return of Europe and plenty to discuss with Wayne Pivak, coach of the injury hit Scarlets, who have even been using Wales hooker Ken Owens as a number eight. First question was about another Wales player, though, Lee Halfpenny, who's been out with concussion since November. So Lee won't be used for the next three to five weeks. Uh, he'll continue uh, training, doing what he's been doing, and then he'll be reassessed uh, in three to four weeks. So somewhere between three and five, we hope. But again, these things, it's just, it's just time. That's the time frame we're looking at at the moment. So, I mean, obviously the Six Nations starts in three to four weeks. So you say you'd be, you'd be missing the start of that. That'll be obviously Warren's call as to what he does. Uh, obviously that competition goes for, for longer than that, so we'll wait and see what they do. Look, he's running, he's training, and then uh, from time to time I think he might be having bouts of that. So, you know, Lee is Lee. He's, uh, we all love him to bits. He's, uh, he's a great rugby player and uh, he's world class. And, um, you know, he's as frustrated as, as anybody is, and, um, but his health and well-being comes first. Lots of players have done it before. You know, we had Justin Tipperick have a period of time out. Uh, Aaron Shingler had a period of time out. Um, both those players seem to be at the, the top of their games. Then obviously Aaron's had the knee injury. But uh, so there's no reason why that won't happen with Lee. Do you look at a loan signing or an emergency signing or anything? We can't under the rules. So our hands are tied for Europe. So we've got players coming back, but it's just this the rules of, of this competition don't allow us to go outside the squad as we've used up our medical jokers, if you like. Um, we've had, unfortunately, a lot of injuries. We've had to bring players in, so uh, we can't bring any more in. For clarity, for these next two games, that's it. We're done, unless it's a front rower coming in. What would you be your solution to it? Because obviously when this came in, they probably didn't have the amount of injuries you had. 41 doesn't seem a lot now, and you could have 20-odd injuries. Look, I, I just think that um, you know, if you look at the Challenge Cup, you can bring people in, but not this competition. So, rules for one, rules for another. Look, I think in our case, what all we're saying is we've got seven injuries in one position. That is abnormal. Doesn't normally happen. So they're probably norm- not normally faced with that. But it's a reality. They're, they're well documented injuries, and we've got a club man and Tom Phillips who's back from injury and has been a club player all his life. So it's not like we're bringing in an overseas player or somebody from another team that's been knocked out. We're bringing in a guy to play in a, in a, in a specialist position. We just asked the question, uh, this is our situation. We'd like to do this. The simple answer is no under the rules. And I think Newcastle had something similar. Is there any indication that they're looking at their rules? Because you're plainly in the situation you are. You're not trying to pull fast one. Yeah, we're not trying to pull a fast one, but there'll be reasons that they've got for the rules and we respect that. I think it's just a matter of we're saying common sense in this situation. Maybe there could be a committee 
you could take a case to case by case basis but you know the rules are the rules but it is frustrating to be in the position we're in and you're playing an international hooker potentially at number eight it's probably not the best scenario from our point of view do you get any sense that there's anyone in switzerland sitting there going yeah we well, need to look at it in the summer yeah well we'd like them to have a look at it obviously and we will um, go through the correct channels and, and have a discussion at the completion of the, of the tournament nothing's going to change now and all you can do is ask people to have a look at it and um, give them all the facts and and wait and see he's a leader in very difficult circumstances and, and doing it in a very different way too. I think you just got to look at Ken's performances across the season. If you look at our internationals generally, there's been some solid performances when they've come back and there's been some that haven't performed as well as they would have liked and they're the first to admit that. Ken's one though that has been a top performer every week. His stats, his work rate, his, the enthusiasm he brings to the game, the physicality he brings is top draw and uh, we can't fault his work. He is leading from the front uh, no matter what jersey you put on his back, he's a true warrior and uh, this club should be very, very uh, proud of him and, uh, and what he's achieved. And um, yeah, I've got uh, nothing but f- full of admiration for the performances he puts out week in and week out. And he's carrying niggles, you know, but he's just putting the team first, which is what we're about. Praise indeed as the Scarlets prepare to face Leicester this weekend. The injuries of the Scarlets are given chances to other players, including age-grade Wales captain Josh Helps in the second row. From a personal point of view, it has been an opportunity for me with uh, obviously the second row injuries. I have really enjoyed having my chance to try and perform. Uh, last two weeks have been really good from that point of view. It's been a step up rugby-wise for me. Like the physicality, the speed of the games is greater than I'm used to probably in the A-League. But I'm really, really enjoying it, relishing it. As you come into this, you are being thrown into a pretty deep end. How important was the A-League as a part of your development and what were the other important elements for you? The A-League's been a couple of questions about it. I think it's been brilliant. I've played most of my rugby in the Premiership. I still think the Premiership's a great platform for the young players. But I think the A-League's a sort of step in the right direction in terms of the speed of the game. It is a lot closer to regional rugby than the Premiership is. Um, so I think it's brilliant. How much has that sort of put you in a better position to face some pretty experienced campaigners? Yeah, I think it has. I think it definitely has. Um, the A-League was different to the Prem. It's a sort of different type of rugby. I know I've had the, obviously, the last two weeks I've managed to play here, but I feel the A-League's definitely helped me be in a better position to make the step up. You're obviously focusing on the here and now. Players like yourself who get this opportunity very young through injury, two, three, four years down the road, it often really has, has helped the development. Mm. Do you look that far ahead? Is that something you're thinking of at the moment? Uh, no, for me, it's just one set at a time. Uh, all my focus is on this Saturday if I'm selected to play. Uh, hopefully we can get another good performance at home to back up the win from the weekend and then hopefully build momentum going into the next round of the Pro 14. How important is that win and how important is it to get a win in Europe this season? The win on the weekend is very important. It's a bit of a monkey off our back. And I know people are talking about qualification-wise, where we are in Europe, I think obviously we, we want to win games. We don't want to like, lose any games, and it's uh, playing the two <clears throat> these two teams next the next fortnight. You know, this is one of the best teams around. It's a great challenge for us. If we can get some good results, we'll be in a good place for the Leinster game. What's it like coming for Jake Ball? You know, someone that was in the squad, and you know, big boots to fill. Obviously, he's a very good player. He's achieved, achieved a lot. He's been very un- unfortunate with injuries, but uh, this year especially. I suppose it is quite a big role to fill, but to be fair to Jake, he's still pretty hands-on with the squad. Gives a lot of advice to me individually, so... 
on the Leicester second row and then in Europe and that what do you expect in a step up again yeah I actually had about five minutes in the away game against them and it was not long to uh, get the feel of it but like an English pack they're going to be big physical and it's a challenge I'm looking forward to the Blues are the other Welsh representatives in the Champions Cup. They face a tricky trip to Glasgow. Here's the verdict on their European targets from coach John Mulverhill. I'd say making um, quarterfinals is probably gone, but getting some good momentum coming out of those games is going to be really important for us because our number one competition that we're in at the moment is the Pro 14, and it's important that we get some good momentum coming out of the Leon game into Connacht. We've got Glasgow and Leon. We can have a look at a style of, maybe possibly a different style of play against Glasgow away, because we have them here through the Six Nations as well, and it's important that we try and get a home win against them in the, in the Pro 14. So, some massive games coming up for us. So, the significance of the Heineken Champions Cup is still there. Winning it isn't, but obviously putting our best foot forward and and giving a few other players some opportunity in, at that level, it's there for us and we can learn from it and, and take some of that momentum going forward. But having worked so hard to get into it, you still have to value it and it's oh, for say, sure. good experience yep. for next season because hopefully you'll be there again. Yeah, I think even early on we said we wanted to win our home game so we've got another home game, uh, Leon at home in a few weeks' time and if we win that, that's two out of three and we're not far away from, from getting it right going forward and the good thing is that the club hasn't tasted that ferocity of rugby for five or six years and it's something that we've had a taste of it we want to be involved in it and that's why we've got to turn our quickly turn our attention to the pro 14 because we've got to make the playoffs there we've got to make that the top three really to make sure we're in for next year and then if not there's a playoff game at the end of the year so it all becomes very important for us did you learn much or anything out of those two saracens game that you maybe took down to parker scarlets and helped you to, to win that yeah i think certainly the the game management is really important and to play in certain periods of the field the first 40 minutes against saris married up with the second was completely different and i think owen farrell put on a an absolute um, clinic there for us to show us how to move around the field and we took some of those learnings into game two and you know for 68 minutes we were involved in that comp and and maybe we we could have taken the three points to go ahead with 10 to go but we could have also taken the scrum instead of scoring in the first half so you, you back your leaders and we had a certain game plan and we sort of stuck to it so the confidence we gained out of there and I think the physicality that you get if you can match that physicality every week you're going to be a pretty tough team to beat and I think that's what we took into the Dragons and then backed it up again with Scarlets. And backing up performances is the key to success in this part of the season. Mm. I'd like to have as many players now in our club in red jerseys come February. That could be the detriment of our program, but that's why they play the games. Turnbull got to be in with a shout as well, though he's playing, and Christian Dacey. Both Dacey and Turnbull are guys who really could play 80 minutes for us each week. The good thing about those guys, they're still quite young, but they're old enough to give you that consistent performance every week. And that's something that some of the younger guys in the game struggle with. They will give you their 20 tackles and their 18 carries week after week in the 90% bracket for attack and defence all the time. But in saying that, they both look after their bodies really well during the week. They prepare very well, super professional on and off the field, and they want longevity in the game. So... You know, they've got a really good process they go through each week to present on a Saturday. I always say to our, to our boys, you can't just be a champion on Saturday if you're not there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So those guys pair really well 
They've been in the game for quite a long time. They want to stay there for longer, so their performance and con consistent approach to their preparation is brilliant. You're listening to the Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. We heard about Ken Owens earlier. One of his rivals for the Wales number two shirt has also been in good form recently. Christian Dacey's also been named Blues captain following the retirement of Gethin Jenkins. The Blues travelled to Glasgow looking to build on a decent run of form, according to Dacey. We've got some special players in our group now and a mixture of youngsters and the old experienced guys. So it's just making sure everyone's happy and everyone's on the same page. So obviously we've seen that grow, especially I think the, the two Saracens games you know, were really massive for us in, in us moving forward. So hopefully you know, we can keep that, that momentum going out into Europe really. How important is that Saracens in preparing you guys physically? They were different to what we've played previously really. And you look at the team on... On the team sheet, they, you know, you can see the quality that they've got going throughout their team. So, for us to stay in that fight for as long as we did, and to sort of maybe come away with that win in the second game, it's just a massive confidence booster, really, and it was something we can use as a group going forward. And how are you enjoying leadership yourself, and what's that done to your game? Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, I, I said to the boys really when I had it that it's obviously a massive honour for myself. I had done it once or twice last year, and. You know, John asked me and there was no other answer than yes really, obviously to leave the group of players out that we've got is, is massive for me but I'm not the biggest of talkers so what I will do is, is try to lead on the field really and you know, to try and get us on that on the front foot and, and get us going. There's numerous leaders in our group who've got obviously Chicken in the back line and, and Nick Williams up front, Josh Turnbulls, so there's plenty of boys there who can, who can say what they need to say and and I'll hopefully do my talking on the field really. Do you think that's helped your own performance? You should be banging for yeah, well, just to be honest, after the year I had last year with injuries and you know after the autumn, couldn't seem to get around the game. So you know to get around the games under my belt has has really done me good, and you know I'm just enjoying being out there and playing with the boys really. So it can be one game away from me not playing rugby again, and I found that last year really where I spent ten weeks on the, on the sideline or twelve weeks on the sideline. So you know I'm just trying to take every opportunity as it comes and, and just enjoy doing it while I am. You've you know, still got aspirations to play for Wales as well, is that an extra incentive? I've always got aspirations to play for Wales. I'm here, I, I've been there for three, four years and everyone wants to play for the country and you know, if I do get that opportunity again, I, I'll hopefully take it with both hands and you know, for me it's, it's about putting that performance in with the Blues and, and hopefully the Welsh call will come after it really. Yeah, you're feeling fit and healthy? At the moment, yeah, yeah that's, well, that's, that's uh, the important yeah. thing, isn't it? That gives you a chance. It is, yeah, you have confidence in yourself, really. Last year, I didn't, didn't have any confidence in my body at the time. Like I said, I tore calf, tore hamstring, ripped my groin off off the bone. So you know, it was it was numerous things, really. Off the bone, you ripped your groin. Yeah, that yeah, beginning of the season, that was three and a half months. That was uh, so. Yeah. Like it's just one of those things. That's, that's the game of rugby, and, and that's what we you know, we get paid to do, really. And. Yeah. I'm just lucky I had you know, a very good supportive a support network around me really and like you said my wife and I've got a young child now so you realise when you get home that there is more to life than rugby and but you know as a rugby player it's frustrating at yeah. the end so for me like I said it's just get out there and enjoy playing rugby now. now is, is it right to stand Thomas's chasing you for next season if I can <laughs> you, you looking forward to going back to the Wern or not? Uh, ten year contract eh? <laughs> <laughs> no they, they do well like, yeah, yeah. like I said all, all three of our premiership clubs that are up yeah, there now and yeah. you know, it's, it's interesting to watch it's, it's good to see that they're, they're televising some of the games which yeah. has been a positive for the premiership so you know, hopefully our three teams will, will keep fighting and keep fighting each other, I suppose. 
but uh, no, they, they're brilliant games to watch, and well, I've come through that system, and I, I know where where those players are now. I know a lot of them got aspirations to, to get higher, and I suppose that that makes it what it is, really. So, did you see the Cardiff Ponty game? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. It's, yeah, good quality good as well. Play. Yeah, there's some good players on show. Yeah, obviously, a lot of our players went back. Yes, and it was good to see the, the two teams going hard at each other, really, it's which, which a Ponty Cardiff game should be. It was great to see Rory Thornton having a go, yeah, having a game rather than just having to do it training. Yeah, yeah exactly. He went the yeah. whole 80 and did very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The boys are out there playing rugby, yeah. and that's what you want to do as a rugby player. Whether it's you, whether it's in the Premiership, you know, you, you play for whoever needs you, and yeah. they get the game time they need down there, and you know, it makes them ready if, if we need them here to put in performance. Talking of the clubs like Merthyr, Cardiff, and Pontypridd, they were all in action in the National Cup. Rob Cole went to Astrodronda against Lethley, where the Premiership side earned a hard-fought 32-18 win. First, he spoke to Astrid captain Nathan Hughes. You were very much in that game, yeah, weren't you? Very, very probably very proud of the boys. And the great thing is, given the season you've had this year, yeah. not out of place in the championship. No, no, no. You are very well at home, so yeah. I'm happy with that. You'll be playing them twice next year. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Not safe yet, but... Uh, no. Just gotta keep on doing what you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what was at the heart of that? Was that you demonstrating how much you've developed? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. We, we probably very good at home. Yeah. We like to keep it that way. So, yeah. 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 And seems you know very tight knit performance and yeah. very very committed. Yeah, very. Yeah. It's a tough old game. We move on, move on from there now. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's not much more you could have asked. No, no, no. I agree. Yeah, no, I'm happy with the boys are there. Yeah. It's uh, tailed off at the end as well. So. Yeah. I mean, you must have thought. Them coming here, there was a chance. Yes. They've not had the best of seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you gave yourself the best chance. Yeah, so, okay. you know, they'll be still in the game at 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two sloppy tries at the end. Yes. Give it them. So yeah. disappointing, but here we are. We move on. What's it going to take for you to make a bigger step up? I guess next season we saw it with Trevanos last year, yeah, a great yeah. first season. Yeah, yeah. You probably need maybe another three, four come in to help. Yeah, yeah exactly. This. It's about strength and depth, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. But uh, you just got to keep on doing like last year, 2018. Let's move into 2019 now. Yeah. Keep it that way and uh, make us a fortress again. You lose, but you still come out with. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is about it, I am. Yeah, so I, yeah, I yeah. can see it. Yeah, this is about it. But uh, so proud of the boys. Yeah, very yeah. proud. Yeah, great. Then Leslie coach Paul Fisher spoke to Rob Cole. You must have come here with a bit of trepidation. Yeah, obviously, like I said, you know, we didn't really know what to expect. You know, we hadn't seen obviously much footage of us on the plane. We just knew that you know they had a good reputation, obviously coming through the leagues over the last couple of years, and we knew that sort of a close knit community, and we expected everybody obviously to be here and to be sort of like a focal point, you know, of uh, of the season really. And in all fairness, you know, to us at one, they sort of uh, they didn't disappoint. Well, they didn't, and they played. In all fairness, you know, the width that they held and the sort of the tempo and the phase that they brought to the game. Probably challenged us more than what some, you know, some other Premiership yes. teams have done through yeah. the season. All credit to them. Yeah, I mean that first five minutes, they really set this all out. And, I mean, the ball in playtime for this game must have been incredible. Well, to be honest with you, I don't think we had a scrum for about 30 minutes, no. and I think the first uh, passage of play must have gone on for about so, 10, 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh, as much as attitude, technically they were quite good too. Yeah, very, you know, very sort of um, astute, really, sort of, you know, around sort of, you know, very impressed with sort of you know, the phase playing stuff that they sort of delivered and the width that they held in attack. And like I said, you can see. You know how they've been so successful. You know over the sort of the last couple of seasons, and obviously this season. Yeah. You had a couple of changes at half time. Was that technical, tactical, or? Yeah, yeah. We had a couple of uh, you know we had a couple of bumps and a couple of things we needed need to adjust. In all fairness, I thought that you know, Jake Baker came on and made a, bit, you know, a yeah. big impact in the game. In all fairness, to him at half time, I think Reese Thomas came on and obviously 
he sort of uh, solidified things as well. So yeah, uh, yeah we you know we pleased in, yeah. in general. They waited for their moments, and when they came, they took them, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. I think you know we sort of squandered a couple of opportunities. I think early doors yeah. uh, where we got close to the line and really didn't take the chances. Yeah. But like I said, you know, second half, then I think they sort of a little bit of fatigue set in and dropped off a couple of tackles. Yeah. But like I said, no offence to them when they had the chances, they took them. Half time, we thought. I thought, oh, I haven't seen a cup upset for a while, but it's on. It was on, wasn't it? I always worry when I see reporters and press coming to games yeah. because when I tell them, they all, normally tell them we were expecting an upset. So um, yeah, we knew that we were in the game, and uh, you know, half time we didn't we didn't press the panic button immediately. But uh, I think we were quite a couple of people are quite concerned. RGC earned revenge for an earlier defeat this season against Newport. Their coach Mark Jones also spoke to Rob Cole. Well, that's a bit different than last year. <laughs> yeah, look, we um, yeah we were gutted this time last year, and we spoke a bit about that in the week actually. And yeah. um, you know, Ebervale were very good on the day as it was last year, but um, we certainly felt we were a bit low on energy and certainly effort based on it being a first round of, of the cup. And I thought today we were great. That um, first half performance was yeah staggering. We just well, we just worked on the start. That's what we spoke about. Just start well, yeah. get yourself into the game, and then hopefully you know you'll be in with a chance. But uh, obviously you can't imagine you were going to get a as good a start on the scoreboard no, as that no. so but we're pleased we've, we put a big onus on the start so it's great to see the boys get the reward for yeah. it big second half of the season coming up there isn't it yeah huge we've got a really tough fixture list to begin the year with uh, obviously this game we've got uh, Ebervale next week then it's Ponty then it's Merthyr then it's Slendovery so uh, we're going to be busy but it's great you know we change focus back to the league now but hopefully this will give us a little lift good positive first half anyway definitely yes. I know we made a lot of changes and that never helps but and then hopefully we can take a bit of that positivity into our next round of games which are, which are pretty tough so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's important to get a good win when you look at the league, three home defeats was was a bit of a shock, I guess. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's been the disappointing thing, actually. We, we've probably coughed up two or three losses, really, where they were close games and we didn't come out on the right side. And I suppose that can happen in sport. But I think we've learned from those. And certainly our home form has been a lot better. It's probably only Swansea, really, after the first three or four games of the season that, that we've slipped up against since then. So it's been a decent run. So I'm, I'm pleased. Um, it's all about learning. These are very young squad. It's actually a younger squad than last year. It was only 22 years old last year, average. So we're even younger this year. Yeah. We lost. Well, I, I don't like to use the word best players, but our most experienced players yeah. have gone on to the pro game, and you can't always survive those things. But I think, on the large part, the boys that have come in done a terrific job. That's so a bit of talent there. I mean, the fullback oh, in the wing or both Yeah, wings, well, the very good boys. You know, all yeah. North Wales boys, those lads. You know, born and bred there. And uh, I think today you saw the best of them. You know, yeah. and uh, I think the pitch obviously helps us a little bit. And yes. hey, that's not a poor side we play today. Mind they're fourth in no, the league. No, they, no, they beat no. us. They won the final last year, the cup. So, you know, boys should take some heart of that. It's a very good team that we beat today. It's a very competitive league this season, isn't it? Massive. I think um, even the boys are commenting just saying look even the games we've won teams haven't given up you know they're still scrapping with you know eight ten minutes to go in the game so I think you know it's just a bit more grit in people's stomachs at the moment and it's taking longer to break people's hearts in that arm wrestle so um, the good thing for me is boys are thirsty for work and uh, they're working hard and we just got to get that balance between working hard now and keeping their fuel stores yeah. full you know yeah. which, is, which is always a tough one when the boys are working yeah. Monday to Friday nine to five. So that's it for this week's Principality Welsh Rugby Union podcast. It's the Welsh World for the Six Nations next week. But until then, goodbye.